Welcome back to Open House with Mark Seawick and Court James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Seawick team at Keller Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 111. Mark, how are you today? I'm great, bud. How are you? Doing much better. My son's feeling much better. Oh, thank God. Thankfully. Kind of scary. If you missed last episode, and you shouldn't, you should listen to all of them, obviously. Yeah. But if you missed last episode, talked about uh, after my son got his tonsils and adenoids out, that uh, he's, a, he's a no-med guy, apparently. And uh, refused to take pain medication, which I can't imagine how uncomfortable that was. Um, had to take him to the ER, but um, all is well. He bounced right back after that. So that's great. A trip worth spent, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm glad. But now he's he's manipulating us because he knows now. Oh, if I do this, then I get extra sympathy. Oh, that's great. And he <laughs> and he also now for some reason thinks that ice cream for breakfast is normal, which is not. Well, it's not. <laughs> I mean, listen, it can be later on. I guess. Do you have ice cream for breakfast? So, sometimes, sometimes. No, no, no. <laughs> um, lots to dive into today. Um, again, I think topic number one, as it has been the entire year, is going to be mortgage interest rates. Some interesting things happening there. Um, we'll talk about how things are looking so far, bouncing off of the Labor Day weekend. Which, how was yours, by the way? Nice, relaxing. Oh yeah, yeah. I, Did you sleep for all three days? I, I two, two and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really awesome. Yeah. Well, good, good, because. Yeah. I think part of that conversation is going to be that uh, it's going to be probably a busy last two months. I mean, I will. God knows. I mean, you ask. Well, again, this is all a caveat. This is in this current moment. Yeah, yeah. In this current juncture, at, uh, where we're at right now, recording on a Friday. Yeah, that's what it kind of feels like. Um, but you know. and that's, I think, one of the bullets. You know, like the uncertainty. I mean, like, sure. I wouldn't be surprised if this month and next month we sold another five, you know, six million dollars each month. I don't think that would be. I don't think that either of us would be surprised if we sold three million dollars this month and three million dollars next month. I mean, you yeah, just well, don't know. We'll see. So, um, yeah. Why don't I touch on this? Because the the return of inspections they've been around. Um, the the pre inspection mm-hmm. has been probably the most prominent for the past several years. But with the change in the market and things slowing down a little bit for a lot of properties, uh, which is opening them up to having those contingencies in these offers that are accepted. I want to talk about that and buyer expectation because I've noticed something and I've had conversations with some other agents about this. Um, a lot of deals are being blown up. It sounds like, yeah, yeah. based yeah, on inspections, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we will uh, touch on the impact of next year's presidential election. Okay, which I know I, I'm terrified personally. Are you terrified of next year's presidential? Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, I, I don't I'd like again. I wouldn't. I wouldn't who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's going to play out? <laughs> sure, but like, sure. I don't think that any number of scenarios straight out of science fiction. Yeah, we can't. We can't predict it. There's just, there's just no. I mean, I mean, I, I think I could predict who the next president's going to be, mm-hmm. but the outcome of that, I, I, who knows? Um, I mean, but yeah. we will. Uh, we'll, we'll chat a bit about you know historically what happens in okay in those years where there is a presidential election because they they get a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then finally, we'll end with our celebrity real estate, which uh, Mark did did cheat. He got to see two of the properties I was, already. I was I was asked to cheat. I was asked. <laughs> there was a video. I didn't need you to go to the whole video. Uh, so you, you did see those already. But at least one of them is going to be very favorable. That's for sure. Uh, but let's start with it. We'll get our market update. So last week, uh, at the time of that recording, there was 392 single-family active listings in Monroe County. That number, again, coming off of the Labor Day weekend, has now jumped to 441. 
again, not lighting the world on fire, but kind of back to where... Kind of back to where we've been all, all, all year. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. 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 Six-county region, 764 last week, up to 820 this week. The big update, though, mortgage interest rates. Uh, we were having a great time last week. We were talking about 7.07%. And again, it's kind of silly to think that we were happy about rates being, you know, quote unquote, that low. But again, comparatively, uh, it, it was a win. Um, obviously, the hope was that they were going to continue to go down. And, uh, and that is not the reality. Yeah. Um, where to even start? Um, <clears throat> well, um, I guess the, the silver lining is today, again, on Friday, they're less than they were earlier in the week, which I believe they went back up to 7.33. We're currently sitting at 7.22%. Right. Um, there were some really, really favorable. So, so let, let's back up a little bit. There were some really favorable uh, economic reports that were issued at the end of last week. And so we're like, okay. And, and, and once again, the pundits all piled on and the economists all piled on and like, this is great. You know, clearly we're in the middle of a soft landing. Clearly it seems as if we're getting on the other side of inflation. Um, and specifically CPI um, numbers looked good. And then what was really great is finally we started to see some movement in terms of unemployment numbers. And unemployment numbers, I think, rose three-tenths of a percent. So everybody's thinking, okay, great. All the metrics are, are moving in the right direction. And the bond markets responded favorably until... They didn't. <laughs> until they didn't, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden what we, get, what we find out is that um, uh, both China and, uh, and Saudi Arabia... Um, I'm sorry, Russia and Saudi Arabia are both uh, withholding oil exports. And they're, they're holding back in terms of uh, uh, oil exports in order to drive up gas prices and, and, and prices of the pumps in an attempt to increase inflation and an attempt to sway next year's presidential election. So as a result of all that, all of a sudden you see the yield on the 10-year bond starts to rise again. And then boom, as a result of that, then we saw 30-year mortgage interest rates go up again. Yeah. Um, so again, we are you know down a little bit. Again, 7.22 right now for the 30-year. 15-year, we're at 6.59. One of the other things that wasn't uh, the greatest was the corporate bond market. Oh, I, I didn't even... So that came into play as well. Um, so this refers to bonds issued by corporations to finance mm -hmm. operations, yeah. as opposed to the you know, U.S. Treasuries, which mm -hmm. are backed by... Um, full faith and credit of the U.S. government. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and apparently they can kind of compete with each other. And that's what ended up happening earlier in this week, which made um, the rates go up again. Okay. Okay. So that was part of it as well. Um, so... Uh, the, the seesaw continues up and down, up and down. Yeah, I'm not quite. I really am. So, so this <clears throat> this ties to a few different things. Um, I do believe that over the course of the next couple of months, it's going to be a decent market. I do think that we've sort of found that, regardless of economic conditions, regardless of uh, uh, stock market, bond rates, uh, mortgage rates, etc., I do think that we have come to realize and understand that there is a base number. Of buyers who are going to be out there, a base number of, uh, of of transactions that are going to take place every month, and so I think that, and, and I, I am just coming upon this for the first time. I've got a number in mind. I'm, going to not, I'm not going to prejudice you immediately. Think in your mind, like what is this time of year? What is the number that you think is the base amount that our team would sell every month? And you tell oh. me when you're ready. Okay. Um, so in the month of September yeah. next year. Uh, no, no, this, this like right now. Oh, I think, this year. Yeah, I, I, so let me repeat this. 
I think that there is a base number of okay. transactions that are going to take place every gotcha, single gotcha, month. Gotcha. Okay. So what, what do you think that is for you know, the month of September? I think it's six and a half million. Really? I think so. That, as a base? That's remarkable. For, I, for, I mean, for our team. <laughs> I, so, so for me, you know, I, I think the base number is four million needed. Always, okay. always, always count on four million. And you're going to count on four million. But, but as I said earlier, I mean, we, we, never know. Yeah. Yeah, we just don't know. <clears throat> and the further out we go, the, the, the cloudier, obviously, the crystal ball becomes. Sure. Um, one of the things that obviously wasn't great was mortgage demand has dropped to a 27-year low. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, again, so this was for last week, right? It's, it's the lowest yeah, level yeah. since December of 96. Yeah, yeah. I was 13 <laughs> the last time that happened. Um, so uh, that's not great, obviously, but we also know that there's certainly a very large buyer pool who has been unable to purchase still that's still out there. Right, and, and that's that's part of this base that I'm talking about. So yeah. I do think that we're at base levels. It will be interesting to see what happens uh, come the first of the year. I do think that we're going to have a, a great start to the year, but maybe this is a great time to segue into what we think is going to happen next year in terms of every four years, the market behaves a little bit differently. Sure. Um, and that has to do with presidential elections, and buyers and sellers don't traditionally like to make big moves uh, during times of uncertainty. Yep. And uh, the this upcoming presidential election very uncertain is certainly going to be <laughs> the most un- uncertain of, of, of any presidential election um, in, in you know 100, 150 years. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. It could cause fear. Um, and, yeah, definitely. And God forbid that there's violence. Sure. Um, Which again, based off. Recent history. Yeah, yeah there, there could be. Unfortunately. And, and so, so God forbid there's violence. If there's violence, I do think that it could rattle um, a bond market, uh, the stock market, and we could be in trouble. Hopefully, cooler heads will prevail. So, Well, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier, too, um, You know what Russia and Saudi Arabia are doing. You actually mentioned that in your blog, which uh, that one came out uh, yesterday, right? Um, yeah, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, could there be more of, of that sort of thing happening as well, trying to influence what happens on the election and overall what's happening with us. Yeah. Listen, China's economy is slowing. Uh, We are in a cold war with China right now. Uh, China is uh, creating alliances with with Russia at, at this point in time. Um, so there are any number of factors. I mean, let, let's face it. And uh, this is just a statement of fact. It's not value-laden in any way whatsoever. But all evidence that I point, all evidence that I look at and see points to the fact that Russia um, and China would look at a Trump presidency more favorably than they would a Biden presidency. Sure. And so it, it would not be in the least bit surprising to see them... Uh, actively involved and engaged in and trying to steer the outcome of our election next year. Yeah. And, 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 and that leads to that, that, that just that leads to chaos both you know on the streets uh, but also it, it creates uh, chaos in terms of world financial markets um, and it, it clearly and obviously the, uh, the the US real estate market is going to be impacted as a result. So so let's just hope. I, and it's interesting that the real estate market is affected by essentially dis- distractions, right? We talk about the end of summer being a distraction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, a presidential election can certainly be a distraction. Yeah, People yeah. Are, are sucked into it and just have more things on their minds yeah. uh, as well. So I think that's probably going to play a part. Yeah, it, it is It is interesting. I've, I've never really spoken to anybody about this. But as I'm thinking about it, starting next weekend, 
there is a Sunday distraction that plays out for 17 consecutive Sundays, more or less. There you go, yeah. Um, and so um, open houses... It's much more fun than uh, presidential elections. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so, so it, it is interesting that as agents, we need to watch um, the bills yeah, calendar. Yeah, the bill schedule, yep. Um, to find out, you're like, okay, is it a Monday night game? Is it a Thursday night game? Is it, is, is it Sunday? Okay, what time on Sunday? And then work your, um, work your open houses around that schedule and if it's a Sunday, you know, a game that starts in early afternoon, well, you know what? You're probably holding an open house on Saturday that weekend, not sure. Sunday. So. And, and then you're up against college football. Uh, but there's always going to be something. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so that's, again, looking down the road here a little bit. Let's kind of take a little step back and, and look a little bit um, of what's happening just coming off of the weekend. How, how you've been feeling about it. I mean, I kind of anticipated that, and I've already seen it, some buyers reengaging. Um, I think I mentioned on a podcast a few weeks ago, I had a, a cash buyer who was talking about how he was kind of planning on waiting until after Labor Day to re-engage. And I'm already seeing it even just a few days in. God love you. Um, so you're asking for it like... I, Is it quiet on your end? I, I have no clue. <laughs> I, have, I have no clue. Um, this is the time of year. Um, so, so, so at least for me, I have very, very, very little activity going on in terms of... Uh, sales. I, 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 as, as most everybody who's listening knows, I deal primarily with listings. And I have very, very, very few listings coming up. What I have been doing, I've been incredibly busy this past week. I've been incredibly busy CEOing. And you know that's just taking a lot of time. The other thing, the other thing that I've been really busy with, um, it seems as though we're having people to the house two or three times a week yeah, for dinner. I, I heard you're, you're, you're spending less time in restaurants and just more time at the house. I'm like, I'm cooking again. Um, but that's also... You should open a restaurant. <laughs> You're right. But that's also part of my job. I mean, you know, like, yeah. one, of my, one of my, one of the primary uh, functions that I, that I serve is rainmaking and just, you know, just engaging. Actually, God... You're going to see me next week. I'm going to weigh 10 pounds more than I do today. <laughs> Tonight is the big uh, clam bake at GBC. Oh, excellent. And then tomorrow night is the, uh, the University of Rochester's uh, annual wine auction. And that's just, that's, that's bacchanalian. I mean, it's just, it's just insane. But anyway, so, so, so I don't know what's going on um, on the ground because I'm just, I'm just not engaged in that way. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me yeah. what you're seeing and hearing. It, again, it seems busy. Just, again, I'm speaking from my personal experience, just from what I'm seeing um, and, and talking with other agents. But it does seem that people are reengaging. There are buyers there. They realize that you know November 1st is quickly approaching. And, right, it, and at right. that point, if you want to purchase this year, well, you're running out of runway. And if you want to sell this year, you're running out of runway as well. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of listing appointments and for today alone. Wow. Um, so hopefully that's going to ring true for the rest well, of the market. Well, actually, you know, and, and I, I take that back because I, I'm also having a lot of um, <clears throat> listing appointments, but the listing appointments that I'm going on... For next year. Yeah, they're already starting, you know, you know, okay, I want to list in the spring. What do I need to do over the course of the next two or three months yep. in order to get my house ready? So there's a lot of that already. There's so. a handful that are, we want to list before the, uh, before the market dies this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Um, well, we, 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 get, we get two months. So, and, and actually, let's just, let's just throw it out there. You know, this is a... a uh, a strategy that that we employ uh, to ensure that our clients are successful in terms of selling the property before the conclusion of this market. We've got about two months, and you know, one of the conversations that I love having with clients this time of year is, you, you can dig in, you can you know dig your you dig your heels in, but just remember you've got sixty days, no, not even sixty days at this point in time, yeah. in order to sell the property. And then I usually pull out a calendar. It's like, okay, you know, I think that you're twenty five thousand dollars overpriced. I think you're thirty thousand dollars overpriced. Let's just create a 
uh, a calendar so that every two weeks we are going to reduce the price until we get to the point where it is that you're going to be able to sell this property. Um, so it, it's, it's a good strategy. Anyway, um, something I wanted to bring up because they've, they've kind of made their return here a little bit. And of course, they haven't gone away, but inspections. Um, prominently, pre-inspections have been what's been happening the most. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about that on, on previous podcasts. That's essentially you know, walking through with an inspector for a showing with permission from the yeah, seller. Yeah. Um, but it does feel like with this shift in the market, and again, it's not happening for all properties. There are still certainly many that are experiencing what's been happening for the past you know, two and a half years. But there are many that are now not getting as many offers, if any right. offers. Yep. And now sellers are more open to contingencies like inspections than ever before. And wanted to, to pick your brain on this. It just seems like and maybe it's the expectation of, of the buyers because they've been through it so much the past few years, but it seems like in their minds, they're expecting perfection. And these inspections mm. are, are blowing up a fair amount of deals. Yeah. Um, even if it's not super major stuff, but still there's always going to be things no matter what the property is. I, I think it's just a matter of making sure that agents are speaking to their clients in advance and educating their clients that you need to be sure that you understand going into this inspection you're not looking for perfection. Yeah, and these are, you know, this is all back to the basics that, that, that so many people have been talking about recently. We always used to say to our clients, listen, you're not building a new, if you want a new house, yeah. then, then let's walk through some Ryan uh, subdivision somewhere, some small subdivision, and we can buy, we can sell you a new house. Um, the intent of, a re, uh, of an inspection at this, at this juncture is to ensure that either A, there are no structural um, or mechanical deficiencies that were not visible to the eye, nor are there any health or related um, uh, hazards that, that, that could be injurious. Um, and and so I think if people understand that going in, then they're less apt to blow this thing apart. Sure. I mean, and just, you know, and just ask the question, do you want this property? Terrific. Then just know going in that there are going to be problems. Yeah, exactly. And, and so there's that. It's kind of new for buyers, new for sellers as well. The expectation that, well, you know, you may be open to this too. They may ask for things. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. It's a yeah. different market yeah. that we're in than what it previously has been. And I, I think that's blindsided some sellers um, just because mm-hmm. they've been hearing for the past three years. You could get whatever you want. Right. No right. contingencies, yeah. no yeah. inspections. Yep. So um, I don't feel like that's going to be going away anytime soon, at least not until rates drop again. Well, and there's a third category that you didn't mention, mm-hmm. which is agents. Yeah. A- agents, you know, they're, they're, as we discussed, I think, last week, there are a lot of agents who don't know the basics of selling real estate because, you know, for the past three and a half years, you fog a mirror, you've got a pulse, sign here, and the deal is consummated. Done. And, you know, move on to the next one. And now it's really, you know, roll up your sleeves and you better know what the hell you're doing. And so, um, you know, one of the things that's, that's always just the most obvious to me, if you've got an engineer's inspection report that has eight concerns that the buyer is bringing to the table, you don't, I think we even talked about this, don't bullet eight separate right. items because you're creating eight separate arguments. Just come up with one dollar figure as to what it is that the buyer is going to need for the seller to concede in order for the deal to move forward. You then have one item that you're negotiating over, not, not, not eight. And so many agents who have just started selling real estate, they just don't know this kind of sure. thing. Yep. So anyway... Um, let's jump into a little celebrity real estate. Oh, anything else go. you want to touch on before? Um, nah, 
You yeah. want to you want to gush about Harry Styles, don't you? <laughs> well, come on. There's a lot to gush about. I mean, I mean, this is a beautiful property. I mean, this this is uh, this is one of Harry's former homes in the Hollywood Hills that just sold for six point seven seven million dollars. Um, Forty four hundred square feet, four bedrooms, and I mean, is it what you would expect from Harry Styles? I mean, it's it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, but it's. He's so unique, um, you know, just by the stuff that he wears, you would think that maybe it might be a little bit, you know, more out there. Yeah, um, I, 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 on the one hand, I, I'm not surprised because he is, so, listen, we all have our public and our private personas. Sure, fair. And I think that, yes, he's a showman and the guy wears, I mean... Outrageous clothing and like you know and makeup and hair like yep. oh, you know, et cetera et cetera et cetera et cetera. Um, and so I think he's very 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 stylish. But you know I think there's you know I, I think there's another side of him which is so I'm not surprised by this because it is it, it, the one commonality. Yeah, it's tasteful. It's yep. very, very yeah. yes, very very very. Uh, so gorgeous it, property there. And, and, and the, the 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 views. I mean, it's it's really I mean. And not only is the house great, but also the furniture is great. It's like beautifully, beautifully, beautifully appointed. It really, it's remarkable. It's, it's pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah. The next one, I would argue, it does match the personality of the Absolutely. artist, and that is the weekend. Yep, somebody trying too hard, both <laughs> on stage and in yeah. terms of. And how long was this place on the market for sale? Uh, was it eight months? Eighteen months? Eighteen months. Eighteen months. Eighteen months. Yeah, it did, it did sell. The four bedroom LA penthouse did that sell. A snore for nineteen uh. million. Why you didn't like a Super Bowl halftime show? So, like I got we got lost in the house in the of mirrors. mirrors. Yeah, no. Like honestly, the guy's boring. <laughs> I, I I told you the story where I, like I stupidly said something on Facebook about like you know I, you know th- th- that was a terrible halftime show and and I hit like a bunch of people piling on like you know um what, what do you know Boomer you know what would oh, you like no. you know, would, you, would you like Pat Benatar like you know perhaps Ford or Speedwagon would have been I was like no 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 he was boring I yeah. it's not that I didn't understand the music I thought that anyway is it because it all sounds the same. It, 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 it's all it's like it's like elevator music wow really. it's just like it's, it's a bowl of <laughs> day old porridge it's just awful uh, the house does have lovely views though I will say that lo- lo- lovely views we'll give it that it feels like you're in space though I'll just I'll leave it at that yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the last one and you haven't uh, laid eyes on this one yet but uh, Jessica Simpson okay putting her long time SoCal oh, you know home what? on the market I think, I, think, I think I saw this earlier in the week this is a really really beautiful uh, th- th- this Okay, so so here here's kind of what I why I was surprised by this. Okay, <laughs> Jessica Simpson owns owned or just sold a twenty two million dollar property. Yeah, what it she um she got into was it what was her line skincare or she had like a whole thing going really? on. Really? Yeah, she had something. I can't remember what it was exactly, but yeah, I mean, musically has been around for a bit. Obviously, had the great reality show uh, with Nick Lachey, one of the worst humans on the planet. Um, yeah, but this one, do you know who used to own it? No. Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne. Oh, interesting combination, right? That's very interesting. Yeah, so twenty-two million for this did she, one. She she did pass. She had that long battle with uh, breast cancer, I think. Didn't she pass? Did she? Uh, she still I, I always get really nervous when you bring up celebrity death on the podcast. Oh cause, gosh, because sometimes we break it and sometimes they're still alive. I'm not. I'm not sure. Did I, she? I, I can't remember. Uh, this one though, I'll stall. Built in two thousand and one. It's a Cape Cod inspired structure that's tucked behind a. She's. I mean, God. She I mean, alive? God love her. Yeah, I thought she's still alive. She's still, I mean, 
I mean, honestly, because it really was a very, very public and a very courageous battle. Let's see. Um, Let's so, see. Um, so, so that that that's that's really heartening. That, that that's really great to hear. And you know what? I'm just gonna get a photo of her. She doesn't look bad either. Nice. Is that a bat that she's munching? What what is she? Yeah, that's what Ozzy does. That's, that was his big <laughs> yeah, thing. Exactly. He's still alive too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, which is which is kind of shocking. Speaking of which, mm. I know we're off topic here. Yep. Did you know the Rolling Stones just put out their first single, their first new uh, single, like earlier this week? Oh, I've not heard it yet. No. And and they are they are releasing an album of all new material that's going to be released at the beginning of November. Seriously. That's insane. They're all in their late seventies, early eighties. What kind of deal with the devil? I mean, what's what's? I mean, I mean, I mean, listen. They're all old and they haven't taken, but like Jaggers looks great. But like Keith Richards is like the the great surprise amongst that group. Yeah, unreal. That guy is still alive. So I I can't wait, and and I can't wait to hear the album. I mean, I just it'll be very interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, how many you know bands from that genre? release anything new it's, it's typically kind of rest on your laurels and just play the hits yeah right well and, 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 and I, i'm not trying to be morbid nor, nor am i trying to be funny but like who from that era the late 60s early 70s mid 60s I mean, they started recording in the mid 60s yeah who from that era is still alive and, and let alone recording so um yeah very very interesting i mean i mean i think of bowie i mean you know he, i mean he's passed i mean yeah. I, I did see a, a meme, and it had a picture of Jagger next to a picture of Mitch McConnell. And it said oh. that one of these two people, you know, their life was all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And the other one, you know, ate healthy, yeah, yeah, whatever. And it shows McConnell, who looks like a corpse wow, at this wow, point. Wow, wow, wow. And then, then Jagger looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, amazing. Shocking. All uh, right. Je- Jessica. So Jessica Simpson, you know, yeah. good, good for her. I yeah. mean, like, you know, a great looking house. Um, yeah. She's got style. <laughs> Shrugs. I guess. <laughs> All right. Anything else to touch on any housekeeping? No. No. I, I just like, I got to go home and take a disco nap and get ready. For, and I, I don't know yeah. how I'm going to do it. I well, have fun this weekend. Good times. Y- y- yeah. I mean, I'll probably have to, I'm getting old. I mean, I'm probably going to sleep most of Sunday and Monday in order to recover from tonight and tomorrow. It'll be fine. All right. All right. I, I'm going to hold you to that. All right. Um, check out all the listings. Check out more of the podcast, the blog. Again, a new one is out if you haven't read it yet. The videos are social. Everything up there, markseawick.com. Talk to you again next week.